Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. I am your host, the Contagiously Positive Girl, Lori Ann Sheldrick. I believe that happiness is not inherited, it is created, and you, we, me, are the only ones who can create it. It starts from within, because when we focus on our inner world, it makes it so much easier to tone down the negativity from the outer world. And if we don't make a conscious effort to bring happiness into our life, we will be pulled into the negative vortex. So in this podcast, every single week, we are going to be talking about all the things and taking on life challenges to help you making upping your happiness game a daily ritual and truly embrace unleashing the inner contagiously positive that's within. Creating and living a life that you love doesn't happen by accident. It happens by making the health and happiness of your mind, body, heart, and soul a priority. So get cozy and let's begin. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am really grateful that you show up here, that you listen to these podcasts, that you share them, comment on them, like them, or just listen. Whatever it is that you're doing with Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive, I am grateful. So thank you so much. Let's get into today's topic. I don't even know what to call today's topic yet. So we're just going to leave that for now. And maybe by the end of this podcast, this recording, I will have an idea as to what to call it. Um, This came up. The topic today that I'm talking about is um, connecting to our feelings, connecting to our goals, connecting to ourself, um, strengthening our our mind, strengthening our body, strengthening our soul. We're really going deep into a lot today. And it's because on Monday of this week, I I really, I had the pleasure, like deep heart, so much gratitude that I got to do this. I was able to be a keynote speaker at one of my women's group. And it was a, it's a business networking group for women. It's absolutely amazing. The women are phenomenal. And I had the opportunity to be a keynote speaker. And what I love about speaking is oftentimes what happens is, When I teach and I'm up there, especially when there's a lot of engagement, I, it's a really amazing time for me to remember what I'm teaching, to come back to the, this like deep rooted belief that I have of what I'm teaching. And oftentimes, um, the women are just really remind me of why it's so important and that always makes it, makes me be able to connect with it and, um, and really resonate with it at a deeper level and see that, okay, we need to be having these conversations. And I talk about this a lot on the podcast about how it's really important that we have meaningful conversations, that we choose people that we can go down the rabbit hole with and really talk about all those things that help us to connect to a greater power, that help us to connect to ourselves, that help us, that helps us bring out the joy and the happiness in our lives and release all the tension and stress and anxiety and um, 
that's what happens when we have these meaningful conversations with people who support us and who lift us up and people that we can really connect with. And one of the key points that we talked about that really resonated with many of us is it isn't selfish to want what you want or to be who you want to be. And we need to start being unapologetic about who we want to be. And we need to be unapologetic and stop feeling guilty for wanting what we want and wanting to do what it is that we want to do. That was really, really amazing to, for me to share how important that has been in my life, really embracing that. But what I really, what really hit home for me was how many women put their hand up and said, yes, I feel the exact same way. I feel guilty whenever I spend too much time on me or I don't even know where to begin on how to take care of me. I don't I don't have time. I'm not taking the time. It's so easy for me to think up of all of these excuses. And when I asked a question, how do you want to feel? If you could pick one feeling that you could focus on for the entire year that would have a domino effect on the rest of your life, what would that feeling be? And for me, it's happy. Like when I'm happy, everything else flows in my life. When I'm happy, things at work are, things at work flow. I am better energetically with my clients. I am more creative. I am more loving. I teach more. I I just really, I, I vibrate at a high level. And by doing that, it makes Contagiously Positive contagious, which is like the whole point of Contagiously Positive. Um, when I'm happy, my my home life feels better. My family and friends, I, I want to spend more time with them. I don't feel like I have to make excuses because I'm too tired or I'm too worn out or I'm too stressed out. I just, I'm like, because again, when I'm happy, I feel energized. So it always has a domino effect. And what I thought, because I shared mine before I asked the question, I thought that everybody would have the same one. Like who doesn't want to feel happy? But what I realized was everybody wants to feel happy, but some people want to connect to a core desired feeling that goes deeper than being happy. Like I got responses of calm. I, If I could feel calm, it would have a domino effect on the rest of my life. Rested. If I could feel rested, it would have a domino effect on the rest of my life. Um, fulfilled was another one because I think we all have happy moments in our lives and we realize that, of course, but then sometimes we need to connect to a word that really reminds us of what we're working towards. And for me, I am always working towards being happy because I know that it will affect all the other areas of my life. And I also truly believe that happiness is energy. And if I use that energy to build my business, for example, then all of my business goals are easier to work towards because people want to work with me, people want to be with me, people want to help me, people want to talk about what I have to offer at Contagiously Positive. And that's not my ego talking. That is just, that's just the universal law. When your energy is high vibe and positive, you just attract more positivity. It, you, people just don't even understand why they're gravitated, gravitating towards you, they just do. So, 
we connected to these feelings. We're in this meeting. Um, everybody is connecting. And here's what came up. So in 2017, now we're going to get into the actual tools and lessons I'm going to share with you. I'm going to share with you, by the way, steps that I took that had me waking up in 2018. I think it was about October. I woke up October 2018 and I woke up and I said to my husband, I'm like, holy shit, I'm so freaking happy. And that was huge for me and I'm going to explain why. In 2017, at the beginning, I had a major plan. I had this plan. I was like, you know what? I'm going to create an empire. I'm going to take contagiously positive and I am going to create an empire. And here is the amount that I want to make every single year in my business. Here's what I want to do with that money. Here's how I want to build that business. And I'm not going to focus on anything other than that plan. Great plan, right? No, absolutely not. Here's why. The only focus that I had was on my business. Everything else was being pushed aside. Every single time something else in my life came up that had nothing to do with my business, I made up an excuse that I had no time and I couldn't focus on it because I was stuck in the when I haves. You know what? I will do that when I have when I, I have achieved this empire. I will do that when I achieve that financial goal. I will work out when I get there. I will hang out with those people when I have that. I will be happy when I have that. And I was just so stuck in the having that I wasn't paying any attention on the being and the feeling. I was taking on work that didn't connect with me. I was working in corporate. I was doing corporate workshops. I was coming home totally stressed out. I was feeling burnt out. I was feeling disconnected. I was feeling confused. I really just, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I was so incredibly stuck because I was focusing on this plan that had nothing to do with the what I actually wanted. It had everything to do with what I think I needed to have and that was a financial outcome. And one day I read this quote from the Abrahams, Abraham Hicks, and the quote was, the standard of success in life isn't things. It isn't the money or the stuff. It is absolutely the amount of joy that you feel in your life. And that quote hit me right in the heart and I realized, holy shit, I have no joy. I have no joy. And I couldn't really grasp that and I was really struggling with that because I feel like I lost my contagiously positive girl status. And honestly, I did. For an entire year, I lost my contagiously positive girl status because I wasn't nourishing my mind, my body, my heart, and my soul. I was only nourishing money. And I was putting all my attention on, I will do everything else when I have that money. I just felt like I needed to succeed in this goal because I felt like it was going to define the rest of my life. And you know what? Here's what was happening. I was getting certain things. I was getting those workshops. I was getting that work. I, we got the house. We were buying the land. We were having, we had all, I had all this great stuff around me. And I'm going to put my husband in here too, because we were doing a lot of stuff together. We were getting all of this stuff and I wasn't happy. And when I read this, when I read that quote, I realized it was like, what's the point? 
I'm getting this work, I'm getting these the, the, the checks, I'm getting the money in my bank account, but I feel like shit. I feel unhappy, I feel unfulfilled, I feel joyless, I don't feel connected to the work that I'm doing, I, I, I have no clarity, I was just like, I was stuck, like really, I was just stuck. My plan was in the way, and I realized one day, I had this total breakdown with my husband, and... I realized I was like, I have to stop sacrificing my happiness and health to achieve a goal, to achieve this financial goal that I think is going to fix every single problem. Because the more I sacrificed my happiness and my health, the more problems I got. So my financial goal that I had, it was a great goal. It still is a great goal, but I had to stop sacrificing the health and well-being of my mind, my body, my heart and soul in order to achieve it. I had to be able to try to find some balance, some some connections, something to shake up so that I can really enjoy the journey of getting there so that when I get that thing, I can enjoy that thing. When I, you know, achieve that money goal, that financial goal, I can enjoy it. I'm not like sitting there sick with ulcers and stressed out and burnt out and not able to enjoy the thing that I worked so hard for. So I decided on that day, um, it was the end of 2017, we were, it was New Year's Eve, my husband and I always plan out our year on New Year's Eve, um, but we did it a little bit later because my husband was out of town and I sat down by myself on New Year's Eve, yes I was alone on New Year's Eve, thank God because I was so miserable, I'm so happy my husband went away um, on a trip and I just sat down and I was like, who do I want to be in 2018? And I started with the B. I started with the feeling. I started with what I wanted to feel. And when my husband came home, I sat down with him and I said, I'm changing the formula. No more have, do, and then be. I'm changing the formula to be, do, and have. And I decided to really shake up my life and no longer have a goal be my excuse as to why I can't be the person that I want to be. And I decided to not let a specific goal keep me away from all the other areas in my life. So I made, I, it was just a massive shakeup. So I knew because I'm such a procrastinator and I really struggle with sticking to a habit, I was like, okay, I have to do this for 365 days. So December 31st, 2017, I decided that on January 1st, 2018, I was going to do something every single day for 365 days to nourish my mind, my body, and my soul. And that's when I realized that our formula is so backwards. Our formula is focus on what we want first and then we'll get to the feeling that we want to feel. Well, that just doesn't work. That just doesn't work because we get stuck in the when I haves. And if the thing that we want isn't coming in the timeline that we think it should be coming, then we really lose focus on what we're feeling and we start to feel like shit. So flip it around. Feel the way you want to feel first 
while you're also working towards the things that you want. But your number one goal, the number one thing that you want to be working on is feeling good because feeling good is the work. Feeling good is the thing that we really want to be focusing on every single day because it's the thing that keeps us energized. It's the thing that keeps us connected. It's the thing that makes us feel fulfilled. It's the thing that gives us the energy that we need to work on the things that we want while also enjoying the journey. This is like your why. And here's the thing, everybody. Everything you want is because you believe that having it is going to make you feel a certain way. Everything. Everything that we want to do, everything that we want to have, everything that we want to own is because we feel like it's going to make us feel a certain way, which is usually to feel good. We want to feel good. The home that you want, the career, the car, the food, the people, the experiences, everything is to make you feel good. And this is so true. Like You don't wake up every single day and say, you know what? I want this thing today because I want to feel unhappy. Absolutely not. You wake up every single day and say, I want to have that thing because I want to feel happy. But instead of adding a want to it, just wake up every single day and say, you know what? I want to be happy today. Here are the things that I'm going to do today to bring happiness into my life while also working towards the things that I want. But if I don't get the things that I want today, that's okay because even though I don't have everything that I want right now, I have absolutely everything that I need and that attitude of gratitude turns feelings of lack into feelings of abundance and not having everything that you want right now, you can turn it around and say, because I have everything that I need, I try trust that the universe has my back. And yes, it does. I don't care if that sounds woo woo to you. The universe has my back and I will get all of the things that I want or something even better because the universe probably has a much better plan for me than I have for me. And even better than that, I am going to feel happy while I work towards it. Whew. Right? So switch it around. Switch it around so you can enjoy the journey to having and doing all that you want to have and all that you want to do. Because here's the thing. That experience that you want, that you think is going to make you happy or you think is going to make you feel good, yes, in the moment it's going to make you feel good. But if you don't have a strong foundation, if you haven't built up your emotional, your physical, your mental, your spiritual muscles, when that experience is over and the novelty of it wears off and the memory starts to fade, you're going to go back to feeling the way you don't want to feel. So that's why it's so important to spend time every single day doing things that enhance the way you want to feel. And I'm going to give you some tools today to help you really embrace that so that you can focus on something for the next year. Because that's what I did for 365 days. And before the 365 days was up, I woke up and realized that even though I hadn't achieved all my goals yet, I was like, holy shit, I don't even have that thing that I want, but I'm so freaking happy, I don't even care if it comes. I don't even care if it comes. You can take everything away from me right now. I feel so 
freaking blessed. I feel so freaking happy. And you know what? That is such a better feeling than owning something pretty. Listen, I still want to own the pretty things. I am unapologetic about the things that I want to do, the experiences that I want to have, the places I want to travel, the clothes that I want to own, the car that I want to have, the house I want to live in. I'm totally unapologetic about that. But I want all those things, but I'm no longer connecting that to the way I want to feel. The way I want to feel is just the way I want to feel and having all those other things is just icing on the cake. I want to feel good without having everything that I want in this exact moment. Because as you know, that's what often happens. We're just like, I want it now. I want to have it now. I need to have it now. I can't wait anymore because as soon as I have this thing, I'm going to be happy. And if I don't have this thing, I'm going to be unhappy. So what if it takes six months to have it? I can't be unhappy for six months. I have to wait six months to be happy. No, you can be happy right now. You can choose to be happy right now. So right now, I want you to decide that it's no longer acceptable to stress, 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 hustle, 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 burn yourself out to achieve the things that you want to have. Stop sacrificing your health and wellness or your happiness, your joy, your fulfillment to achieve the things that you want to achieve. So... Step one, you need to decide. You need to decide what that domino thing is. So I don't want you to do a total life overhaul right away. That is so overwhelming. So I want you to think about one area in your life that if you could mentally, emotionally, spiritually, however you want to sum it up, if you could fix that mindset towards it, if you could heal this thing, if you could let this thing go and feel the exact way you want to feel about this area in your life, it would have a domino effect on the rest of your life. So is it your self-care, your mind, your body, your soul? That was mine. I realized that was really lacking. I had to get back to that. I had to pay attention to that. I had to give myself some love. So I chose the self-care portion of my life, which really was just my, my happiness and my health game. And I decided that I want to feel happy every single day, even if bad things are happening in my life, even with um, negative external circumstances, if you will. So for you, maybe it's your money and your career. How do you want to feel with regards to your money and your career or your home or your family and friends or love or spirituality? Like pick a feeling. So some that came up um, at my keynote on Monday were calm. That would have a domino effect on my entire life. Uh, fulfilled, joy, rested, happy, healthy, confident, abundant. So what is that feeling? So pick one area of your life that you're going to focus on that will have a domino effect on other areas of your life because that's what happened. When I'm happy, I feel healthy. When I feel healthy, I feel happy. When I feel happy and healthy, I feel energized and I'm able to do all of the other things that I want to do. So pick that area. Maybe for you it's, I want to. I, I really want to work on my mindset. I'm so full of these limiting beliefs that are holding me, holding me back. I want to feel confident. I want to feel supported. I want to feel loved. I want to feel happy. What is that thing that 
that goal that you have that you're going to work towards to feel the way that you want to feel. Okay, step one. Next thing, why do you want it? Why do you want to feel that way? Why do you want to feel happy? Why do you want to feel rested? Why do you want to feel calm? Why do you want to feel supported? Why do you want to um, overcome and let go of these limiting beliefs that are holding you back? Why do you want to create healthy habits? Why do you want that home? Why do you want what you want? Here's why this is so important. You're not always going to feel motivated. You're not always going to want to work the work to feel the way you want to do, especially when things are not going great in your life. But here's the thing. When things aren't going great in your life, this is when you need to connect to this at an even deeper level. You need something that will inspire you to recalibrate and say, even though I don't want to do this, I feel so strongly about wanting to feel happy, wanting to feel healthy, wanting to feel energized that I'm going to do it anyway because I know now because that crazy girl, Laurieann Sheldrick, the contagiously positive girl, told me that feeling good is the work and I've committed to doing this for 365 days just like she recommended I should do and by doing it, I'm going to feel the way I want to feel and if I feel the way I want to feel, she says I'm going to have everything that I want, okay? You, talk, you need to talk yourself into it instead of talking yourself out of it. So why do you want it? For me, I wanted this because I was afraid that it was going to make me lose my husband. I, if I didn't up my happiness game, if I didn't work on me and didn't feel fulfilled and get back to feeling happy, I was like, oh my God, I, I could really lose this relationship, this strong, amazing relationship with this phenomenal man because I'm not feeling good about my life. And by not feeling good about my life, guess who I'm taking it out on? My husband, right? That's what we do. We take out our stuff on the person who's closest to us. So that was my strong why and also my health. Because in, in 2017, I was really angry. I was really angry with myself. I was really frustrated. I didn't, like I said, I didn't like the work that I was doing I, because I had stopped connecting with Contagiously Positive and, and how I really wanted to grow Contagiously Positive. So I was so angry and by being really angry, I had all of these physical issues in my body. My anger manifested itself physically and I had pain in my body that I had never had before. And one day I was talking to my intuitive coach, my spiritual coach, and I was like, I'm so freaking angry. I, I don't like, just tell me what to do. I don't even, I don't even like what you're telling me right now. You're making me angrier. And she said to me, she said, you know what? If you can heal the anger and stop being angry, your physical problems will go away. And guess what? She was right. The moment I took care of the anger, all of a sudden, all my pain went away. Here's the thing with this, everyone. You cannot have a healthy body without a healthy mind. Your body and your mind are 100%, absolutely, without a doubt, scientific, this isn't woo-woo, connected. Your body and your mind are also always speaking to each other. Your emotions, especially the negative ones that are repeated over and over and over and over again, that become habit, that become the norm, will manifest themselves in your body as a physical negative symptom. I promise you. Because so often I hear people say, I have all of this unexplained, all of these unexplained physical issues with my body 
doctors don't know what to do, and all of a sudden they start to build up their mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical muscles, and the pain starts to go away. Now, obviously, this isn't always the case. I'm not saying that every single pain you have in your body is from an emotion, negative emotional thing that you're going through. I'm just saying, pay attention to it. So that's your why. Number one, how do you want to feel? Number two, why do you want it? This is the thing that you're going to tap into to talk yourself into doing step three, which is taking aligned action steps to work the work of feeling the way you want to feel. Tony Robbins says, make it more painful not to do the thing you want to do, right? What's the negative domino effect if you don't work the work of feeling the way you want to feel? What is that? So, for example, I have, I still have all of my regular business goals. I still have all of my other goals up there. It's like, say you're, you're looking at my hand. One hand is pointing up towards the sky. And then on the other side of that, I have my happiness goal. So my happiness goal always takes number one. Number one is always my happiness goal because my happiness goal has that domino effect on my business goals, on my lifestyle goals, on my family, the goals I have to spend time with my family and friends, the goals that I have for my money and my career. Like it has a domino effect. So that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying don't set goals. I will repeat this over and over and over again. Want what you want and be unapologetic about it, but not at the sacrifice of your happiness and your health. So step one, feel the way you want to feel. What is that? Step two, why do you want it? That becomes your kick in the butt when you need it. So when you're feeling unmotivated, you can say, listen, girl. Yeah, I should never speak like that. So step two is your inspiration where you can say, listen, pull up your big girl panties, get your shit together, let's work this work. Even if you don't feel like it, you're gonna be so proud of yourself when you do, okay? Step three, take aligned action. Take aligned action is what can you do today to feel the way you want to feel? So I do a few things. Number one, I want to feel happy. I want to feel healthy, period. Those two are so interconnected. They're almost the same thing. I know they seem different, but again, when I'm happy, I'm healthy. When I'm healthy, I'm happy. They're like, they just, oh, I love it when I can connect to my body and my mind at such a deep level that I feel that the two communicate with each other. They always do, but I love it when I feel it and when I know it wholeheartedly. So what can I do today? So for 365 days, I created the habit of waking up every single day and saying, what can I do today to feel the way I want to feel? So for my mind, I'll give you a few things that I did. Now I did multiple things and I had to try many things and some things worked and some things didn't. But once I found what really worked, I created the habit and did it every single day so that it didn't feel like work. It just felt like it was nourishing me, like it was something that I needed to do because it felt so good. So for my mind, I did what's called weeding and feeding. So if a negative thought came in, if I was going into the complaining negative vortex, if I was feeling really icky, if I was feeling disconnected, if I was feeling pissed off, I would feel all that I felt, figured out if I needed to do something with it, if there was a lesson there, then I would work at 
feeding it, my mind, good things so that I would go back to step by step, sometimes not instantly, but get myself back to feeling the way I want to feel. And I would feed my mind with, sometimes it would be affirmations, sometimes it would be writing in my journal, sometimes it would be podcasts, sometimes it would be music, sometimes it would be talking to friends, sometimes it would be connecting with other women. Like I was always just feeding my mind good stuff. And eventually it just like, took over the weeds, if you will, and there wasn't any space for the crap. One of the biggest things that I did was I stopped complaining. Not 100% because it's just so easy to get into the vortex of complaining. And before I get into that, I just want to say there's a difference between complaining and venting. Venting is so that you can feel it, heal it, move on from it, and just get it out. And often we just vent to like that person that's closest to us or a girlfriend or a spouse and we're like, you'll never believe who said this. And then you vent and then you're like, okay, I'm just gonna let it go now. I love this person, I send them love, boom, period, all right? Complaining is when it's endless, endless. When you just can't get out of the complaining, you wake up and from the time you wake up until the time you go to bed, you're complaining all day. I stopped complaining about the things I had no control over and I used my husband to hold me accountable and I asked him to tell me when I was getting sucked into the negative vortex of complaining. That one was the most amazing thing because by not complaining, I was able to say, is this really something that I want to have ruined my day? It was usually no. By not complaining, I was able to also say, you know what, I think there's something here. I think I'm either, I think I'm going to have to talk to my coach about this, or I'm going to have to talk to my spouse about this, or I'm going to have to really, really figure out what I actually need from this so that I can stop complaining because it's obviously really bothering me and I want to set that healthy boundary, okay? So I did stuff like that, constantly putting good stuff into my mind. For my body, I made the commitment to walk one hour a day out in nature. We have this beautiful bush right near our house and I committed to walking one hour a day. It was really great because I also had the dog for one hour a day out in nature. And I chose to do it out in nature because there's just this amazing thing that happens when we're outside in nature, when we're with Mother Earth, if you will, and you're getting the fresh air and you're walking because you cannot focus on anything else. You're, you're walking, so there's nothing else to do but walk and connect, listen to your inner guide, to just be alone with yourself. It's absolutely really amazing. And I can say, other than a few days, just because of bad weather, I did this every single day. And then I did other stuff for my body too. I really connected to food again. I really connected to what I needed to nourish my body. I realized that being a vegetarian was no longer working for me. So I added some so some animal protein back into my diet and I noticed that, wow, okay, as I get close to my 40s, I'm realizing that meat works for me, not in large amounts, but I no longer wanted to be a vegetarian and I just, I nourished my body by listening and saying, what do you need today? And really gave it healthy foods. All right, for my soul, I worked on meditating every day, praying every day, saying affirmations, and lifting my soul up, filling my soul up with supportive women. 
And those are things that I did. And I wrote in my journal every single day. I talked about this in an earlier podcast. I'll get that number for you and I'll put it into the show notes about what I do for my journaling practice and how I connect and how I really take my journaling practice And instead of just writing mindlessly, I start my day off for happiness. Um, That was actually podcast episode 54. So if you want to go check that out. And the way I do it is I write in my journal every single day so that I'm intentional for the day. This is what I'm grateful for. This is what I can do today to make today great, whether it's in my business or my life or for my health. I set my intention for the day. This is what I I need to change my mindset about this thing. And I write that down in my journal. And then I ask myself, okay, do I need to talk to someone about this? Should I talk to my coach? Or should I just continue writing about it? Like, what is that thing? And these are things that I did every single day. Non-negotiables, no excuses. I didn't allow myself to talk myself out of nourishing my mind, my body, and my soul. And another thing that I did was... I I really worked the work of figuring out what I needed in my life that I needed to do, but that I also needed from the people around me to help me stay happy. And what I mean by that is not what they needed to do for me to make me happy, but I really paid attention to who I was surrounding myself with. If I was with negative people, I had to make the decision that I'm with this negative person day in and day out. They're sucking the life out of me. I need to set a healthy boundary with this person. I made it very clear as to how I was going to accept or what I was no longer going to accept how people treated me. And I was unapologetic about it. It wasn't easy, especially if you're a people pleaser. I'm going to be doing a podcast very soon about overcoming being a people pleaser, but this is a really big one. You need to teach people how you want to be treated. And if they don't respect that, you need to make that decision whether of whether or not you want them in your life. So you set healthy boundaries because if you're spending time with only toxic people, guess what? You're probably feeling pretty toxic yourself and it's very difficult to stay connected to working the work of feeling the way you want to feel. So that's what I did. Whew. What do you do? How do you use this? every single day. So because you now have this thing to turn to, to recalibrate with, what you can do is use this as your inner compass. This is really good to help you make decisions. So I talk about this in both of my programs. So my coaching digital workshop, Creating and Living a Life You Love, and my health program, um, The Contagiously Positive Woman's Guide to Healthy Living, I talk about using your inner compass to make decisions. Your life is your choice. What you choose in every moment is your choice, right? So When you come to that decision fork and you have a decision you can make, now that you know exactly how you want to feel and what you're going to work towards throughout the year because you know it's going to have a domino effect on the rest of your life, you can then say, is this going to enhance the way I want to feel or decrease it? And then you choose. Ask yourself that question. 
Is this going to enhance my happiness or decrease my happiness? Is this going to enhance my health or decrease my health? Is hanging out with that person all the time when they're toxic going to enhance my joy or decrease my joy? Is, is this job opportunity that I have going to enhance my feeling of fulfillment or is it going to decrease my fulfillment? Um, if you want financial abundance before you buy something that you're not too sure if you want, you can say, is this going to get me closer, enhance my feeling of feeling financial abundance, or is this going to decrease it? And then you make the decision. So for example, when it comes to your health, if you're maybe you're going to a restaurant or you're about to eat a meal, especially when you get home on days when you're really tired and you just don't feel like cooking or whatever it might be and all you have in the house is junk food, you can say, is eating this going to enhance the way I want to feel or decrease it? So if you eat that thing, knowing that it was going to make you feel sluggish, knowing that it wasn't going to make you feel good, don't get down on yourself. You made the choice consciously, then the next choice you make make it more consciously and make it be more supportive. So what I want to let you know is this isn't about being perfect in every single moment. This is about taking control of the way you want to feel. This is about igniting the power source that's in you and deciding that you, not just deciding, but knowing, believing, honoring that you have the choice as to what you do in every single moment. The only choice you ever have is this or that. Is this going to enhance it or decrease it? This or that? Should I go left or should I go right? And by having this inner compass to turn to, by knowing how you want to feel, and then having a very strong why to inspire you whenever you're not feeling motivated to do it, and then taking aligned action steps every day, being disciplined and setting it as a non-negotiable and not having an excuse, all of a sudden you get really, really close to that exact thing that you want because you're, you're making those decisions from you from you because it's all within you it's all your choice your life is your choice and when you make these decisions when you set these goals when you do the things that you that you're doing make sure that it's not at the expense of your health and your happiness we need to stop sacrificing our most important resources to get the things that we think are gonna make us happy and start doing things that just make us happy so that when we get that thing it's just icing on the cake. So, one last thing. Here's what I really want you to know. Your level of happiness is going to be one of the most life-altering things that you will choose to control. But it isn't about choosing to be a perfect little happy robot. It's about choosing a happy life regardless of what challenges you have to face. Because there's going to be challenges. Things going to are going to happen. Life is going to happen. You're going to lose someone. You're going to suffer a loss. You're going to have frustrations at work. You're going to sometimes forget about self-care. You're going to maybe once in a while, you know, have more money, less money. You're going to forget about your spiritual practice. Um... Whatever it might be, you might feel creatively blocked. You might be working in a job that you don't like. But those are external circumstances. So even though it's not about being a perfect little happy robot, 
It's about choosing not to allow external circumstances to take you into the negative vortex and have you take up permanent residence there. It's about having tools, awareness, self-awareness, connection to yourself, connection to your inner guide, connection to the universe, connection to source, connection to God, whatever it is that you want to call it, just connection to you, knowing what you want and knowing how you want to feel so that when life gets off track, you have a tool to recalibrate to. So when you leave this podcast, I want you to set this goal today if you haven't done it. How do you want to feel? Why do you want it? And what can you do to feel that way? So your start date is today and your completion date for this, here it is, is December 31st, 2000 and never. This is a forever tool. This is something you do for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life, every day that you wake up, you ask yourself, what can I do today to feel the way I want to feel? And you take aligned action steps to feel it and you do so unapologetically. And I understand that this isn't always easy. I get it. And you know, I I mentioned in 2017, I was feeling stuck. I wasn't sure I was feeling stuck because my life was going through so many changes. I relocated. I was starting my business over again. I couldn't believe I was starting my business over again. I was angry about that. I was procrastinating. I was a year away from turning 40. I was feeling this pressure of time, even though I was really excited about turning 40. I still felt like I had all this pressure because I was so focused on having this goal all the time with this end date. And I wanted to have everything right now. But by working on strengthening my emotional and my physical and my mental and my spiritual muscles, I came out of that time with this absolute clarity, with this knowingness, with this intense discipline that I was important. So I'm going to work the work to feeling good. And I took, and I made working the work of feeling good a discipline. And I trusted that the universe had my back. And I came out of that with intense happiness even though I don't have the perfect life or even though I don't have everything that I want right now, I feel happy because gratitude for life turns feelings of lack into feelings of abundance. And I took all of that positive energy once I woke up that day and I said, oh my God, I'm so freaking happy. This shit works. This stuff works. And I took all of that positive energy and I I remember this day, I locked myself away in the office for the day And I was like, I have to record all of this. I I have to do this. I have to record this. I have to coach this. I have to get this out there. And I recorded six hours worth of coaching. And that is how I created my digital course, Creating and Living a Life You Love. That's how it was born. It came from my heart. It came from me working the work and saying, this stuff works. I have to share it with the world. I cannot keep this to myself because I want every woman to feel this way. I want every woman to feel the exact way she wants to feel. I want every man to feel the exact way he wants to feel. I want every single human being on the planet to feel the way they want to feel and to be, do, and have all that they want to have. So if you need a little extra push, 
and you're not sure where to begin and you want to move forward and you want to create this new discipline, this new daily habit to feel the way you want to feel, I highly recommend you take this digital course. It's six hours worth of content. I know it's a commitment, but all you have to do is listen to 30 minutes or an hour a day. It's split up into six lessons. You take what you want and then take what you want, what you need right now, and then you just leave the rest for later. But I promise you, if you commit to the tools in here every single day, you will have everything that you want. You will be, do, and have everything that you desire because it's yours for the taking. It's already yours. It's already there. It's waiting for you. You just have to open yourself up, begin to feel the way you want to feel, become energetically connected to that thing that you want, and you will be, do, and have everything that you desire. I promise you. So as always, everyone, be happy, be healthy, and of course, be contagiously positive. If you liked this episode or any of the episodes in this podcast and you want to help someone else unleash their inner contagiously positive, please share, rate, review, and subscribe Let's work together to put beauty and positivity and health and happiness into the world.